0: All right guys, welcome to today's show. Now, I've got to warn you, this is one of my favorite episodes that I've ever recorded. But before I get into why, I'm going to tell you if if you're listening to this the day that it comes out, that means tomorrow morning is the dove opener. And we make a big deal about that here in Missouri. Me and all my buddies, we get together, we go camp out the night before, close to public land where we're going to be hunting the next day. We get up super early and go kind of reserve our spot or stake out where we plan to hunt in the sunflower rows there on public land and that also means we're only two weeks away from archery season which i'm not gonna lie is a much bigger deal to me than dove opener but it's all that to say the 2023 hunting season is really kicking off and i could not be more excited about it but on this episode we are continuing our Bowfest series as i sit down with two shields team members jeff miller and kevin deets these guys had a tent or I guess a giant double tent, triple tent, whatever it was, directly across from where I was set up at Bowfest. And I had the pleasure of sitting down and talking with them about their love and their passion for the outdoors, for building uh, a store brand that just continues to, to help hunters and anglers and just outdoors men and women find the gear that they need and really be well equipped to go out and chase whatever game animal it is that they're pursuing and it played a huge role in my life i mean shields was the store that i would go to weekly i mean every weekend it seemed like we were at the mall i would go check out all the new equipment at shields dream about the different uh, items that i wanted for hunting that most of the time i couldn't afford i'd go look at all the guns in the gun room they had new and used and I don't know. There's just something about it. Every year I still go back there when I go up to Wisconsin for whitetail season. And that's where I stop in. I buy my tags. I buy last minute gear. And I stop there on the way out to my Colorado elk hunting spot. I go up through Loveland, hang out with some guys the night before, and they've got an awesome location there. So I'm super pumped about this. It is filled with a lot of jokes, a lot of laughter, and I think a couple friends that are probably going to be lifelong hunting buddies. So Let's jump in. Like, he was doing things that were just badass. That was one of the coolest moments of my life. I was really scared, but knowing that Dane had the gun, I did have the rifle, like, we would be okay. All right, guys, welcome to today's show. We are still here at BowFest 2023 in Superior, and right now I'm sitting down with Kevin Dietz. And Jeff Miller from Shields. Thanks for joining me.
1: Thanks for having us, man. Thanks
2: for having us. We're having a blast up here. Heck yeah.
0: Yeah, I saw you guys. I'm I haven't seen any crew as efficient as you guys break down, pack up everything <laughs> in lieu of like a forty-five minute rainstorm. Yep. It was I, I was in the middle of a podcast and I look over and people are just scrambling and then you were gone. Yep. It was just that fast. So we, you brought the right crew out this week. Well,
1: we knew that that storm was rolling in, and we kind of looked at each other like, yeah, we got to get moving. So, okay, you're, you're in charge of this, you're in charge of this, you're in charge of this. And, yeah, it was quick.
2: We envisioned it. Uh, I kind of take the blame. We, we thought it was gonna <laughs> be a, lot, a lot worse storm than what it was, so it ended up being a lot of heavy rain. But I'm in charge of those tents. we got to get them back for our hunt fest uh-huh. next weekend down in Eau Claire. So I didn't want them going away on a tornado or something. So
0: Yeah. No, that was that was pretty impressive. So you guys are both with Shields. That's I mean that's like you got a soft place or a special place in my heart. That's where I grew up. I grew up in Eau Claire. We'd go to we'd go to the mall for no other reason than find a girl to make out with and go hang out <laughs> in shields right we'd go practice on the putting green or whatever and then go find a movie to go see but you guys have expanded like crazy there mm-hmm. i mean i moved i moved down to missouri in 07 i don't remember what year i came back and you guys had like doubled or tripled in size there
2: yeah yeah we had an addition on i think it was 2009 if i'm not mistaken can't, don't quote me on that so right after you left and we're as big as we can get no clear but all the new stores we're building now just dwarf us. You know, they're all two stories and Ferris wheels. And yep. it's incredible. And the taxidermy mountains. And we, Kevin and I are lucky enough to be on the store set team. So oh, sweet. we go to some of the new stores. We are actually heading to Chandler, Arizona in two weeks to set the archery shop down in Chandler for the new store. Wichita, Kansas just opened and Kevin was down to that store set. And I've been to Colorado Springs, Minot, Eden Prairie. Um, we did the colony. Uh, Missing one in there too, but that's all brand new stores. And then next year, uh, we're going to open Boise, Idaho, and Tulsa, Oklahoma. Nice. So, two more stores coming in 24, too. So, it's been really exciting to to see that end of it. How successful. You think this is efficient? They build these stores, and it's just everything right down to the last nut and bolt is there for you. They're so good at it right now. It's It's fun to be part of the store-set team, too.
0: We got to see the one uh, in Loveland, Colorado. We were living in Fort Collins or in Windsor at the time, and all of a sudden it was just – one day it was there. I'm like, I feel like Shields needs to train the road crews here because I think (laughs) for the last 14 years they've been working on the same stretch of highway. But that Shields went up so quick. I knew a bunch of people that worked there, and, I mean – that's that's insane like yeah. you said the ferris wheel the yep. taxidermy mountain it's it's an impressive place
2: yeah and then they always have a number of associates move from existing stores so you get that culture built up that we're known for the customer service obviously yeah. is job one always with shields yeah and it always will be that's 100% what they're based on if, if you don't take care of the customer you don't work at shields so yeah that's and awesome. through the you know trials and tribulations of brick and mortar in the last 10 years you know brick and mortar is dying and I even kind of started wondering, boy, are we going to have a job because everybody can buy anything we've got online. Yeah, truthfully, but we have experts, which anybody can come in and talk to an expert, and I'd still buy from people like that. So, and we're more successful than we've ever been at Shields. So,
0: I I can't tell you how many times on the way out to my elk hunt, I'll stop at that at that Loveland Shields, and I'll just talk to people. I'll be like, Hey, man, look, my boots went out. I'm thinking about this. What do you think? This is what I swear by. This is what I hunt with. This. I mean, just talking to people who actually have yep. experience with it, and then they can give yeah. an honest opinion, not just try to up – I've heard them say, like, this one's more expensive, but I'd honestly go with this one. I like yep, it better. Absolutely. So yep. it's, it's pretty amazing, the culture that you guys built so up So you there. wear
1: Krispies yeah, C- or Kinetrex?
0: Kinetrex. trucks? exactly. Yep.
1: Yeah, because at the end of the day, we, we, we want you to come back because you want to, not because you need to. Yep. Yeah. Right? So if we get you what you need, then you don't have to come back.
0: I think she would rather I just never go back because <laughs> the bill that I have after
1: after we, coming we back. We get, there. right?
2: Hey, try working there. <laughs> brutal. <laughs> it just seems so easy just to take yeah, it home because so... we get really good deals on stuff, but you take twice as much stuff home now. So yeah,
0: yep. yeah. My 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 buddy's daughter started working there when she was old enough to get a job at that Loveland location, and he's like, it's hard because I'm trying to teach her financial responsibility, but also I'm like you can buy your own hunting stuff now. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, well,
2: I don't have money for anything else. He's yeah. like, yeah. well, you sound like your old man. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the cool thing about Shields is every area you work in, they encourage you to be a very active par- participant in it. When we get, you know, Kirk, Kevin and I being on the buying team, you know, I've been on the buying team for over 20 years for archery and we get most of our vendors that give us employee purchase above and beyond cost even because yeah. they want us using their product because if we use their product, yeah. we sell their product. And once that got figured out in the industry now they're almost jumping through hoops to get us product in our hands so you know at at very good prices for all the associates so it's yeah well that
0: makes me kind of curious we're just going to go a couple items here Mm -hmm. are you both white tail hunters yes yeah
2: archery white tail hunters yeah archery only okay i haven't shot a gun buck for 17 years i think something.
0: so yeah it's been a while three questions bow camo and boots what are you guys running oh no you know what I'm going to take out the camo and replace it with optics. So bow,
1: binos, boots. What do you guys use?
0: The three Bs.
1: Bow, I shoot. Right now I'm shooting the 29, phase four. Um, I got the 33 at home and uh, uh, my Hoyt. I have the RX-7. So I don't know. This year I'm shooting the phase four. So last year I shot the Hoyt. Changes every year. Yeah.
0: It's like a guy who's got multiple watches. It just depends on the day. Yeah,
1: yeah and, no, yeah, and to be honest with you, it was. I was. I'm born in Wisconsin, so I'm a. I mean, I'm a thoroughbred Matthews lover through yeah. and through. But ever since working at Shields, I've become more of an archery lover. Yeah. And I just shoot what feels good and go from there. I have that luxury to have three or four bows. When my wife doesn't know that, so hopefully she doesn't listen <laughs> to this thing.
0: She does now. <laughs> yeah. I tell her that with purses. I'm like, I'll I'll take a gun for every purse that you get. And she's like, That's not even the same thing. I'm like, You're right, your purse spends money, my gun brings home meat. <laughs> exactly.
1: Um boots, I have Kenotrecks and Crispies, but nice. the crispy Idaho is probably my favorite. Crispy Idaho. Yeah. Right. And then optics, I'm a Vortex guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Partially because I can't afford the Swarovski's. Yeah. Vortex. All of us. Vortex through and through.
2: Well, yeah, I'm pretty similar. I've got a Phase 4, Matthew's Phase 4, 29 and 33. I've been shooting them both a lot. I'm doing an elk hunt here in Colorado coming up in September, and I'm probably going to take my 33, I think, as of right now. i got that with me here at Beaufest, and <clears throat> yeah, Probably going to cut Last year on the V3X, the same ax ax length, I ended up shooting my 29 on my elk hunt, but I think I'm going to take the 33 this year. So same pages, Kevin, on that. And uh, my favorite boot by far of all time is the Trek Mountain Extreme 400. I just wore out well I shouldn't even wore out I wore my pair last year that's six years old on my elk hunt and I crossed the Laramie River six times one day chasing bulls and I never got wet feet and they're six year old boats so that really convinced me that how good Kennetrex are and I just bought another pair uh Mountain Extreme 400 just as a backup just in case yeah and I do like crispy also I, I got a pair of crispies with me here actually on this so uh, just like you were told you know not to rip on any other manufacturers But once you put either one of those boots on your feet and actually climb hills like we don't get to do in Wisconsin Very yeah. often then you realize what good boots are all about so hundred uh, percent and then optics I am a hardcore vortex nut, too. I do own a uh, couple pair of Swarovski's, too Which I love but just like Kevin, you know vortex treats us so well too, being Shields employees I just love their razor, you know I'm I bought a pair of 12 by 50 razors as my truck binocular because mm-hmm. they're bigger and heavier, and I've carried them on every single hunt I've been at ever since. I yep. just love my 12 by 50 razors. So yeah. we didn't even same.
0: plan this out. I mean, I'm I'm just doing all the same stuff that you guys are. That's pretty <laughs> impressive. I was just impressive. gonna say, now it's your
1: turn. Now I'm gonna interview you.
0: Yeah. So I've got the I've got the Kenetrek Mountain Extreme uninsulated. Uh, went non-insulated. Haven't had an issue yet. You know, hunted negative yep. temperatures in Colorado with them. Hunted Wisconsin rifle season in them and no issues whatsoever. I'm shooting the uh VXR, Matthews VXR, and Optics, all all Vortex. I mean I've got the Fury five thousand Binos, I've got the Razor H D spotter, I've got uh what, two different rangefinders now, um everything. All my most of my sights, like red dots uh, rifle scopes, are all Vortex. Yep. I just swear by it. They make good stuff. Yeah, They and do, they, and you call them, you say, they, hey, yep. I've got this issue, I've got to hunt next week, yep. hey, we'll send you a replacement pair, send those in, and then we'll swap There's back. There's a
1: peace of mind with that, too, if you drop them out of your tree stand and you're going, like you just said, you're going out to hunt elk the next day. You know that you're you're backed up.
0: Well, and I love it in the shield stores. You go wherever the vortex are in the store, and you you typically see one that's been in a house fire <laughs> yeah. or run over by a tractor or something. Yep. And yeah. it's like, yeah, you, you can just swear by them. But yeah. to the to the Kenetrax, oh man, I was talking to a guy that elk hunts out in Colorado every year, and he goes, I love being out there. I hate seeing boot tracks. As soon as I see a boot track with a K in the middle of it, I think. <laughs> Oh shit, <laughs> one of the big bulls is probably dead back here. He's like, You wear those if you're serious about you, getting out there. You know what you're doing.
2: Yep. Yep.
0: So that's awesome. So, I mean, whitetail, is that all the way for you? Obviously, chasing elk also. No,
2: no, yeah. I, I probably uh, just elk right now is my bucket list. I want to shoot a big bull. I've shot bulls in Montana, but not a big bull. And I had an opportunity last year to go to Colorado on my buddy's private ranch. So. It was a dream come true. Two weeks of absolute heaven where screaming bulls every day and it was just a, and we're actually going back to the same place this year so we're way ahead of the game now. Yeah. Knowing the ranch better and then in the middle of the day we fished rainbow trout in his ponds and caught 16 to 20 inch rainbows and nice. and then there's brown trout in the Laramie River so it was an absolute I come back, I told my wife I he think seriously I, almost didn't come surfing back. Surfing her. Yeah. We almost I, didn't come back. <laughs> well, I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> retire <laughs> right now. I, I offered when I retire I will go out and guide for him or whatever I can do because it was absolute heaven and And uh, I think I offended my wife when I got back because she said, well, how was it? And I said, to be truthful, it was the best two weeks of my life. Not thinking that I probably should have thought. She she said, well, come on now. And I said, no, it was absolutely the best two weeks of my life. I don't know what to tell you. She even gave you a second chance and you blew it twice. I I blew it twice, but I was just being honest. So, you know, just get out there and no phones ringing. And, of course, we grew up in Wisconsin where I got an 82-acre lease that I hunt, you know, and it's... That's what you get to hunt. Well, out there you can walk all day and never come to the property bound. You know, it's just a whole different level of of freedom and hunting. And, you know, that's why we do it, obviously. But, yeah, tons of elk. So, yeah, it was a great hunt. But uh, my other favorite hunt, and Kevin's starting to get into this now, is uh, South Dakota spot and stock mule deer. Yeah. I love that. And I've killed a couple of good mule deer. So, I killed a 205 incher with my bow out there. Oh my gosh. When I shot him, I thought, when they, they told me it'd be top three or something in the state. So I got my dream mule deer. Uh, so now I'm going after the big elk, so.
0: Are you doing like Badlands or more prairie? We were Prairie Mid-State by okay. Philip and
2: Midland in that area, yep. yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, just
0: send me the GPS coordinates yep. for yeah, that. Yeah, just drop your Kevin,
1: Kevin's tried that. <laughs> <Yeah. year. laughs> I've known him for years, He's, he doesn't give me crap. No. <laughs>
2: yeah, there's And there's quality mule deer out there, you know. It's it's really good stuff. and. And uh, so I've done that every two or three years. I go out on a spot and stock mule deer hunt. And I'll do that again for sure, but I'm concentrating on the elk right now. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: If you're an avid listener of this podcast, you've probably heard me talking about Infinite Outdoors in the past. Infinite Outdoors is expanding access for hunting and fishing on private land across the country. From whitetail hunts in Missouri to waterfowl hunts in Wyoming and pheasant hunts in Colorado, they provide access to over a million acres of private land listings for all types of hunting and fishing. Best part is, it's incredibly easy to browse and book properties all on the Infinite Outdoors app. The app is free to download and easy to use. All you have to do is sign up and you can browse over 250 different adventures across 10 states. Download the app today and use nomadic15
1: for 15%
0: off your membership.
1: I'm not man enough to elk hunt, man. I'm not, I keep telling myself, that's why I tell people, I want elk hunt so bad. Actually, I think we're going in a couple years. Yep. You know what I mean? Wyoming, that's the plan. You know. yep. So we're going to go in a couple years, but right now I'm not man enough to elk hunt. Like, I'd see that boot track with the K in it, i turn around, and go back to camp. <laughs> because this guy is way more man than I am.
0: Hey, listen, it, it's... As much as you need to get in physical shape, you have to be mentally ready to just put in the work. And it's good that you recognize, like, right now I'm not at that point. No. But to get to that point is going to change everything. I've gone out. I haven't archery hunted yet. That's that's coming up here in the next year or two. But going out there, I've filled three out of three elk tags and a, a buck mule deer tag. Awesome. And then I've talked to other guys who've been doing it 17 years and they've yeah. never killed anything mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. then you hear oh man i went i went like a mile in and i'm like you said that like, <laughs> you said that like i'm supposed to be impressed yeah i'm like only a mile huh like wow you wanted to make well, this easy on well, yourself yeah yeah i mean you really have to put in the work and not that like sitting in the tree stand i mean you got to be mentally strong i was gonna to say sit that tree stand all day too but like to put your body through that and know that every step you take away from the side by side, four wheeler, lodge, whatever, is another step you got to yep. take on the way back. But that's the adventure of it. That's the well, fun.
1: Yeah. And that part of it is is so uh, one of the other buyers that uh, actually um, I just moved in and shared an office with Chase, he's a, he's born bred, water fed elk hunter. Yeah. So he, I mean, he goes every day, like clockwork, 11 to work out. And his workouts are nuts like nuts. Yeah. <laughs> And I think he just got back from a 50 mile he flew up to Colorado, ran 50 miles and then flew back and went to work like the next day. Oh my god. I gosh. mean, he, that guy is nuts. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm he, out so on he's that. kind of dri- <laughs> yeah, right? But he's driving he's driving that edge in me a little bit just to you know, get in the gym work out a little bit and then push out. Push out. out. Yeah, yeah. More. yeah, push a little bit harder to maybe chase some chase some elk one day. See, we'll I think see. you
0: need to book a hunt and then you have no You're choice but to. You're either going to die out there or yep. you're going to get ready yep. for it.
1: <laughs> you heard it, right? I
2: tell everybody that twice in my life, and I played a lot of sports, and I you know I'm in decent shape for my age, but I'm not like Chase, obviously. But uh, twice in my life, I've reached my physical limit where I just sat down and couldn't move, and yeah. then both times it was packing elk. Yep. So, yep. yep we shot three one day on our Montana hunt the last day. We shot three elk the last day. One wow. of the guys decided we we're going to fill up all the yeah. tags. and we had to pack three elk out, and, oh, yep. my and I literally got 100 yards from the vehicle, and I sat down, and I'm, I'm gonna Can't die move. right here, because yeah. I cannot move. <laughs> so you get tired doing other things, you know, like playing sports, you know, played a lot of basketball and stuff, but it's just a whole nother level, where, like you said, your mind is just, you know, your body is just, your, your legs don't move another inch, and it's, and but then, on the drive home, we like la- and I'm like, I'm spent, you know, I'm like, we got about three hours into the drive, and I was with three other guys, and I said, I said you know, Elk hunting must be like childbirth. Yeah. They're like, what do you mean by that? I said, well, right away when it's going on, you're thinking, I'm never doing this again. But <laughs> Immediately shortly thereafter, after. Like, oh, yeah. the next day, we want to do it again. again. Yeah. I you can adjust. look in the rear,
1: rear mirror, and you see some antlers poking up out of the tailgate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can't oh, wait gosh. to get back. Yeah. So. All right.
0: Yeah, we did that this year. I, We had uh, seven guys get bulls this year at elk camp. Five of them were first timers, like never had shot a bull before. And I helped pack out five of the seven. Yeah and i i have i've been exhausted before this year i hit this real i need to figure out how to tap into this and then sell it as a drug (laughs) but like at some point during my pack out i just like hit a different level and almost jogged up the mountain turned around went and got somebody else's pack from them brought that Mm -hmm. up and one of the guys that was hunting with us he's got a terminal illness and he gets up there and he goes Hey, I'm not trying to be mean by saying this, but did you steal some of my Adderall? <laughs> <laughs> like, I swear I didn't. I don't know what happened, but I'm, I'm good. But, I mean, I've had those side-by-side rides back where I'm, like, leaning on my buddy's shoulder because I'm so beat yeah. after packing. Well, here's what
2: I've learned since we reached our physical limit. is just about anywhere you go out west, if you just do a little bit of research, there's people with horses. That yep. you can give three or $400 bills to, and they'll come <laughs> in to get your elk. And j- uh, seriously, about everywhere I know out west, somebody there is doing that to make money and come and get it. That's smart. Yep. So, yep, uh, at some point you just got to realize. I mean, that's. I get it. It's, it's yeah. cool to do your own thing, but at some point it's like, hey, bring those ponies over here. And After it the on,
0: fourth so. one or even the we, third? <laughs> yeah. We talked yeah. about that this year um, looking into staging like a wall tent in the back country because yep. i mean we we go out with this convoy we've all got fifth wheels and travel trailers rooftop tents we put up three different i think this year we had five wall tents up but i'm like what if we put those up in the back country mm-hmm. like have some pack mules come in or horses drop yeah. them off yep. and then we can just carry the canvas out and we'll leave the poles yep. out there yep. Yep. so i'd have to look at the legality of leaving that on public land but i mean no, there, that's a service for you. And can you imagine that? Mm-hmm. If you want to get into elk hunting, first get mules, and then find out where all these big bulls are being yep. killed by going and packing them out for people. <laughs> now
2: yeah. you got the best intel. Well, it reminds me of one of our buddies that works at Shields out in Colorado. Actually, he's got llamas. Oh yeah, for pack llamas for hunting. And he takes them, and now both the store managers out there are trying to get hit llamas from him because they're big elk hunters. And so it's a, yeah. I remember I got thinking about it when you were talking. Is Somebody told me, you know, before you go elk hunting and hear bugling and bulls, did they say, you you turkey hunt? I said, well, yeah, of course I turkey hunt. he said, well, you know what, how excited you get when there's a gobbler coming and he's just gobbling his head off? And Yeah, absolutely, you know, that's fun. He said, well, times that times 100, and it's a 800-pound animal, and he's screaming in your face. And last year I had my dream bull at 30 yards, the last night of a two-week hunt. And at 40 yards, he was behind some willows, and at 40 yards he let out the most Screaming bugle you've ever heard in your life, and just roars, and it's the best thing ever. You, you know? there's and he comes walking out at 30 yards, and here's a 350-inch six by six. Oh you know so God. I feel like just, running
1: through a brick wall right now. There's no, <laughs> I know. There's no replacement. <laughs> you you, you for feel it, like so. you could actually do the hunt right now, <laughs> yeah. couldn't you? I get in 20 minutes into my first workout, I'd be done. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. There's no replacing that. No. Uh, screaming bulls. There's a reason. I mean, I talk to a lot of people about their their dream hunt. And there's so many. If you haven't experienced a screaming bull, yep. there's nothing else like it. I I was a little bit disappointed moose hunting. Uh, yep. My buddy drew a tag in Colorado, and I'm thinking, I, I knew nothing about moose hunting. Yep. And we get out there, and I'm thinking, all right, the elk, they bugle. They just scream. You can hear it from a mile away. It makes your blood boil. And then the moose is like, oh. Well, that's it. I'm like, come on, man. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> that's what you got for me? Uh-huh.
2: Yeah but that's uh, what i was thinking too yeah like mule deer and white tails are fun but you know they grunt and stuff but it's not anything like a screaming bull that's for sure you know and i walked right into a big shyrus bull in my colorado last year oh, actually dang. two like 20 yards like too close i was <laughs> trying to get ahead of it, a, a bugling elk and i went down through a dry wash and i looked up and he was just jet black probably a 40 some inch bull oh and i stopped and he's like under 20 yards and they're big yeah i mean big and i stopped <laughs> and i'm like and he's just looking at me and it's and a and I've heard stories that they're not kind, you know. And nope. So I stop, and I'm trying to think where my phone is because I want to take a video, and he just looks at me and does that grunt and walks into the willows. So I'm like, whew. You know, that was <laughs> a, <laughs> little, little, a bullet little too on close. That. Yeah. So. There's a lot of
0: things I'd rather run into in the woods than a, yep. a rutting bull moose. Yep. I mean, yep. I've heard stories of those things, charging vehicles, trains, just taking people out. Yeah, I'm out on that one. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yep. So.
0: So, I mean, you guys have an awesome tent set up here. From what I hear, you guys are like the people that help put this event on. I mean, everybody I talk to, Mike and Larry, they just, they love you guys here. Good. How long have you guys been a part of it?
1: You know, to be honest with you, I have come just about every year, but maybe one. I've come every year before Shields was even part of it. Um, and then him and I came up one year um, as a store sponsor. Yep. And it was kind of, to be honest with you, I got to give credit where credit's due. It was his idea that we should sponsor this. We should. We should back this yeah it's just such a great atmosphere larry's and the team here you know mike everybody they're just great people and it's i don't know i feel like we're not only you know we're selling a couple shirts here and there but it's more about just supporting the industry supporting larry supporting something like this yeah, yeah. and That's just a big, being around
2: archers big thing for me is supporting larry i i get to hunt larry's property down in iowa when i draw a tag and and go down there shed hunting, and last year Kevin somehow got into the, <laughs> the shed hunting down in Iowa somehow. Thanks, I don't know how that thanks, happened. Thanks, Larry. <laughs> but so I was up here in the very first Bowfest. You know, I knew Larry being on the buying team. Of course, he used to own block targets and yep. rage broadheads, and I've known him from the ATA show for twenty some years. And then, uh, of course, then he had Raven crossbows, and we really supported that. And and all of a sudden, he's talking about this big bow shoot. And so, uh, myself and another buddy in 2017, I believe it was the first year, uh, up we came, boy, and it was fun. Yeah. And then uh, I kind of missed a, a year or two, and you know, every so often you'd have something going on. But just like Kevin said, when he started at Shields, we got talking about it, and it's like, yeah, that was really fun. Let's do it. And you just need a couple buddies to come up and do it. And of course, with the we get the slope side cabins, which are gorgeous, and the lodge up above is just. A Beautiful. Dream. Yeah, the lot, the view is that incredible, view. and I mean, you can ride a ski lift up to go shoot bow, and just the event of music here, and of course, you know, Michael Wadella walks by, or Nate Hosey, you know, and I'm with Nate down in at uh, Larry's in Iowa actually oh, was nice. down there, so we spent the week together. So it's cool you get the you know Pat and Nicole, you know, I've known them for thirty years also, and so yeah, it's just cool being around all these people, and like we say, it's not they're they're us, you yeah. know, they're yep. not anything, they just they're here shooting bow and maybe have a few cocktails at night with you and just come over and talk hunting stories, you know? So how can it get any better than this? I mean, it's really, everybody's like-minded here and yeah. there's no bickering. No, I've never seen a fight Everyone's here.
0: Smiling. You know, yeah.
2: Everybody's smiling, having a good time, you know? So, yeah.
0: You know, That's what know. I love about the outdoor industry and just, you know, people who share interests with you, it, they are all the same people. I, I feel like we are absolutely nobody's in the industry, right? I talk about hunting. I make funny marriage content about hunting and people are like, "Oh my gosh!" I was so nervous to talk to you. I'm like, "Listen, <laughs> I fed a couple pigs this morning, collected some chicken eggs. Like, I still have to mow the lawn. Like, we're all we're all just people that do this. Maybe that some have a bigger platform than others, but yep. at the end of the day, you get together and you're just all a bunch of good old boys chasing after the same thing."
1: So yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That that's that was part of why it was so easy to back this, right? Even when it was at a store level, and then you know we kind of took it up a notch and said, "What do you need from us?" You know, talking to Larry, and it's just. It was, it's, it's just so easy to get here. Right. So when, and that was kind of my joke earlier is, you know, getting here, it's like, oh man, I got a six hour drive, 15 hour drive, 20 hour, whatever yeah. it is for people that come from all over. And then it's like, ah, oh, do I really want to go? And then you get here and you're here for five minutes. And it's like, oh, hell yeah. yeah. This yeah. is awesome. Like, yeah. I want to go, I don't wanna go back. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, we had never heard of it again. It started after we, after we, um, or after I moved down to Missouri, And then I found out about it this year and we came up and as soon as we pulled in, we went up to the trophy lodge, we were looking at different things, talking to different vendors and I said, we're doing this every year. Yeah. Yeah. There's no question.
1: Well, that's what we even said. Even at at some point, if we don't, for some reason, um, be a sponsor, even if we just have a smaller booth, because our booth is huge, right? Yeah. Yeah. Massive. Even if we just decide to to downsize for some silly reason, we're never not coming. Even just get the boys together and come shoot. Yeah. Guys week. Yeah. And we'll, you know, maybe talk to you someday, Yeah, I guess. be on the, yeah. be
2: on the yeah. show again. Yeah. You guys live in
0: Missouri now? Yep, Springfield, Missouri. Oh, in Springfield, okay. Yep. So, unfortunately, that's kind of bass pro territory yep. down there. I can't find a Shields close by. But We're yeah. up here several times a year, though, yep. visiting family, hunting. We come up every Thanksgiving for his white – or is it white-tail still? Yeah. I'm learning this. Perfect. <laughs> but, yeah, every year She's we like, come there's up. a thousand different seasons. <laughs> I, <laughs> I thought <laughs> that one ended. Yeah, but now it's done. Yep. Now, oh now it's squirrel. Yep. Yep. Now it's deer. Yep. Alright guys, here is a hot tip for last minute scouting before the season starts and that is to break out your optics and get boots on the ground on your hunting property. Find a spot where you're not going to be noticed, where you're not going to disrupt their patterns, but that you can observe them transitioning from feeding to bedding and hopefully put you in a spot to have a close encounter during season. For that, I break out my entire arsenal of Vortex products. I've got my Fury 5000 range finding binoculars, my Razor HD spotting scope, several different tripods, as well as my window mount for while I'm driving. Because if I see a deer out in the field and want to get a better look, I can hook my binos right to that or my spotter right to that, and who knows, maybe it's a property that I look into getting permission on. So. If you want to check out these products, you can also save money when you head to eurooptic.com, that is E-U-R-O-O-P-T-I-C.com, and enter code NOMADIC10 at checkout. All right, how many of you guys hate dealing with tangled up rope, trying to untie it? It's all knotted up, and you actually really need it at the time. Don't raise your hands, because I obviously can't see you, but those days are long gone. Rapid Rope is a quick deploy rope solution that you can pull the length you need and cut it all with one hand. You don't need knives or scissors or a lighter to singe the end because it's cross-threaded to keep it from fraying. Yeah, they've thought of everything. And this is way stronger than your average 550 cord. In fact, this is 1,100-pound test. It comes in a shatterproof canister that you can fit in the cup holder in your vehicle or your backpack or... I don't know if you still wear cargo pants, any one of the thousand pockets that you have. It comes in a 120 foot canister, a 70 foot canister, and you can get a rope refill. So just in a matter of seconds, you could be deploying and cutting rope with one hand again. So if you want to stop dealing with the headache of untying rope and detangling everything, anytime you need to tie something down, go check out rapidrope.com and use code nomadic for 10% off at checkout. But yeah, we come back every year, and yeah, Shields is my first stop. Pick up my license. Still buying the. I don't know. Is it all? Can you go electronic now in Wisconsin? Oh yeah,
2: we I electric. just saw.
0: I just keep getting the paper tags every oh, yeah. year. Oh no. yeah, you, you can go on. Can go on right agree.
2: now, and or sit in your stand and buy a dough tag sitting in your stand right now.
0: See, I just rather. Or I'd rather go and into have the something. store. It's it's the pocket. atmosphere. Well, I like yeah. going into – I just like going in because then yep. it's like. I convince myself of all the last-minute things that I don't actually need, yep. but I buy anyways. And you get and home, oh,
1: I already have this call. Well, now I have two. Oh, sweet. Yeah, or you bring the kids in, and then it. they want to grab stuff. Or oh, we oh, bought toys for the dog last time. Oh, I'm God. like, yeah. come, give me out of here. <laughs> That's what yeah, makes she's clothes into for it. me. She likes right. the gear side they of it, which That's like, you know? what I was just going to say. That's what's awesome about coming here, right? Like, you said it earlier you have the music at night, so even if you don't like yeah. shooting bow, you, everybody likes music. Yeah, yeah. Come watch a concert, even if you don't like the band. The next night is different. Exactly. I think t- tonight's Tom Petty. A Tom cover, Petty a Tom cover, Petty band, cover yeah. band. Yeah. Like, you got a lake down there for the kids with the big Kahuna. I mean, there's something for everybody.
0: Jet ski, pontoon yeah. rentals.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. just go ride the lift. Right. right. <laughs> you know, this reminds me of a great story. The gentleman that just walked through, I waved to in the white yeah. shirt. He came up last year with uh, Brent and Nicole Larson, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. in Minnesota, and he just, he's a big business, he owns 10,000 acres of farmland or something like that, a big farm, anyway, in Minnesota, and he's busy and owns an implement dealer, and he's just, I need to get away, and he's friends with them, and they're like, he doesn't even shoot a bow, I—I it's it told. And he just came up here with them last year and...
0: Just to hang out.
2: Just, like, hang out and not have the phone ring, and he absolutely fell in love with it. So the funny thing is, if you turn around and look behind you, he's a sponsor this year. for. That's before. awesome. That's that guy right there. Yep. Wow. So that, that just reminds when, when you walk through... I thought that was the coolest story ever. He doesn't even really hunt. He just, he loves this up here. That's <laughs> cool. So that's kind of what it is. And I mean, look around. When you get beautiful weather like this, there's a bunch of Kevin's buddies over there.
1: It doesn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't get. Uh, it doesn't. I mean, the weather yesterday. Like I said, it it was worth it to put to go through that to to deal with what this, we have right yeah. now. I mean, this is. Yeah. yeah.
2: It don't get better. It's than all this. part of the adventure. Just like your El hunting or something like yep. that. You you, you know, if every day was perfect, it wouldn't quite be the same. So yesterday, you, you know, it was. Boiling it, hot, was it was brutal, awful. Especially we're we're sitting on a blacktop, yeah, dry our parking <laughs> lot out here. But but it, yeah, now today's everything's better. I just yep. kept
1: telling myself it's getting me ready for South Dakota mule deer. Yep, they don't care for real. Yep. Yep. Still got a they really
0: don't. I don't know. I don't understand how those animals walk around with that coat. I mean, I know they shed heat through their giant ears, but yep. That's it's a still lot hard. of heat to it's shed. It's hard to understand. Yeah. hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, I'm out. Well, I appreciate you guys taking the time to come hang out, sit down and chat. And thanks for all you do for BowFest, helping put this on. Um, but yeah, we'll stay in touch. Yeah, Absolutely. no, thanks yeah, for having us. This no, was fun. I, I, I might have to follow you down to the Iowa property. I keep hearing about this Iowa property. It sounds like all the elites get to go hunt down there. Elites.
1: <laughs> I, don't I don't know about that. Hey, we were chatting
0: with Larry down at the bar the other night, and he was telling us about it, and yeah, the, it sounds yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Iowa is a different level. It's I mean nuts. But, I mean,
2: it, it, we're in Wisconsin, it, it, too, so, like, here, you can't really. Here's the problem with it. I love shed hunting. I put on, that's where my Kennetrex get their absolute most usage. I'll tell you another quick story about that in a second, but you go to Iowa, and I don't even want to walk in Wisconsin anymore. Wow. It's such, just like hunting, it's just such a different... We got down to Larry's this year, and in three days we picked up, what, 223 sheds? And we had 13 over 70 inches and 4 over 80 inches. Oh so gosh. Both size and numbers, it was way better, because he knows his deer down there, and it was way better than what he thought it was going to be, So which leads well into this season, obviously. Yeah. So, of course, the problem with Iowa, as we all know, it takes five to six years to get a tail. Yeah. so you can't just so, go back year after yeah, year. Yeah, so, yeah, so that's that's the tough part about it. But it's an absolute blast. And I mean, yeah, I get back home and you walk half a day and you pick up a shed off a spike or something. You know, so. Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, yeah. I'm the world. I discovered that I am the worst whitetail shed hunter on yeah. the planet.
2: Oh, there's a lot of bad
0: ones when <laughs> it comes to elk. I can find elk sheds, like, especially during elk season. I just class sheds all day long, it seems like. No kidding. And then I finally went down to New Mexico with a buddy, and he finds a – I think his best year was two years ago he found 750 sheds, and he took us out. First, First shed I found, we matched it up, like, I think it was probably three hours later, but – yeah, I've got all those in my truck. I thought about putting them out here, but I'm like, those could walk off pretty quickly. So,
2: <laughs> so that's funny you say that, because my other bucket list is picking up elk sheds.
0: Hey, so. I've got a spot, and this guy—he's <laughs> the coolest dude ever. I mean, he would have us down there in a second. Yeah. So maybe we'll connect and I
2: talked, well,
1: do this you know, sitting around a campfire. Some states
2: go. have seasons on it. You know, you got to go after midnight on a certain day. And yep. we talked to a few guys out in our Western stars that are avid shed hunters. And like you said, they're seven miles just to get to where the sheds are you know it's like yep. you walk that in the whole day i walk seven miles in wisconsin you know. so yeah, yeah but it's that's yeah, fun
0: no we found we found some pretty cool spots bumped a ton of elk i yeah. mean it just seemed like we couldn't get away from the elk sign we bumped elk every other every other pass it seemed like we'd go around a point and there'd be elk and then we'd go around the next one there'd be more but starting to pick up brown sheds I'm like, there's some kind of weird chemical reaction that our bodies have with that and gold. Like when you pick it up, it's just like, (gasps) yeah, I could go for four more days like this.
1: Not to mention, it it just me. I think that I learn something new almost every time I go, whether it's about the property or about a certain deer or whatever it might be. Yeah, I just feel like I learned something. That's that's why I love it.
0: Do you think uh, elk will replace whitetail? Or do you think whitetail will always be number one?
2: Whitetails are so much more accessible. Yeah. You know, but to be truthful, I haven't shot a whitetail buck in my home state of Wisconsin for seven years. Oh, wow. I just, I want to shoot really big ones or I don't have to shoot them. And like last year, you know, my buddy and I went elk hunting. I had half an elk in the freezer. And then ironically, my buddy that we went on his Colorado ranch raises bison. And he said, before you leave, go out in the freezers and take all the bison meat you can home because we're slaughtering again. So I brought... Coolers wow. full of bison meat, and then I every day, every year, opening day of Wisconsin archery season, I shoot two does because I got a, a doe problem. Yeah. So I shoot two does. So I have two doe. So I don't need venison anymore, and I just want to shoot a really big buck. So I'm yeah. my kids give Holding me so much out. crap because I got a son and daughter that hunt too, but my daughter's a nurse at Mayo and she's been busy and she bought a house and hardly hunted last year and I got these four year old bucks on camera I'm like <laughs> what do you he's got to get out there because I'm not going sure, to. I'm not. And yeah, and you need to. The neighbor shoot him, but oh, uh, yeah. um, but uh, it's just I just want to shoot a really big one. I've in Kansas whenever I could, and I have 100 Missouri a lot, and uh, I just it's got to be a really big buck. I just have no interest shooting them. I mean, I've got I think I've got what it's a lot, uh, 24 whitetail heads mounted at my house and. <laughs> My wife wow. says she doesn't need any more apparently. So actually, we have them in the store, Eau Claire, in the Archer oh, yeah. shop. Those are all mine. See, nice. I love that yeah, pedestal going bones. around
0: and seeing. Yeah, you're yeah. the guy mm-hmm. that I've always hated walking. <laughs> <laughs> like, this guy has all of these deer. Who yeah. is this guy? Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. So, but That's now funny. we hired a new guy. And two years ago, he had a really big buck on camera, and he's like, "Well, if I shoot it, can I put it up in here?" He's actually over in the booth, and uh, I said, "Yeah, if you shoot him." No, he shot him, so then now his buck's in there. Then he, he, so it was a big 6 by 6 typical, and then last year he shot another 160-inch, six by 6 oh So he's starting gosh. to take over now, so I can oh retire now. Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> so that's, All right, that's Dan, a you're next. dream right now is just to have a deer in shields. Oh, there yeah. you go. It's, Absolutely. Yeah, Bring well, it in and say, I know what people you People say, right? why, why, do you, why do you want him in? Well, I get to look at him a lot more in there than I would at home. You know? Yeah, that's true so yep. yeah so it's, yeah, it's like the we, best man cave ever <laughs> we've got a buddy that does our taxidermy you know and he gets them done in a few and he's really really good so it helps him out too you know but yeah we've all got you know kevin shut up so we kind of got to be hunting what do you what do you call it um when he shoots a deer he calls us and we go yeah. help track you know whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. we don't hunt together but so two years ago yeah. kevin shot a 160 some inch six by five wasn't he yeah and so well, Tanner and I went down and helped him track it. Then Tanner, we went and helped tra- Tanner helped track his with his. his yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I just haven't shot one for you guys to track. Okay. So,
0: <laughs> so I've got to address something. I noticed you saying six by sixes and six by fives, which is yeah. a very Western thing. Well,
2: He's turning into an elk hunter on me, man. I was going
0: to say, did that start when He's, you started Western I hunting? I think so. Yeah. It just
2: describes him better, I think.
0: So. He's turning yeah.
1: into an elk hunter on me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah so no, that's sweet. I think, I mean... Shields, obviously, you guys have an awesome culture there inside and outside of the store. I mean, sitting down with you guys now has been, been okay. a pleasure. And, yeah, if you're serious, we'll get you out on some elk Oh, that's,
2: that's absolutely, yeah. That's I'll,
0: I'll bring them down later today, and we'll just go sit in the Shields tent and at them for a little <laughs> while. Oh, you got them with you? Yeah, they're absolutely. in the back seat of my oh, truck. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. went out there with this guy, and I'm expecting, you know, we'll find a couple. And so we all placed our bets on how many we'd find. First day was a little bit slow, and then all of a sudden we started picking up sheds. And we go to leave. And, I mean, he sells them, right? He's showing me sheds, 400-inch sets that he's like, I just keep the unique ones. He's like, oh, I'll go sell them to my dealer. He's got a whole, like, cart, or a storage unit full of them, just top to bottom. He'll ship them across the country on a semi-truck. And I'm like, what in the world? And so he's showing me all these sheds. And so I'm thinking, he's making money off of this, right? At the end of the trip, every shed that we picked up, including the ones that he picked up, and he picked up twice as many as us, he's like, hey, whatever you guys want, just take it.
1: <laughs> That's I said, so cool. no way, man, no
0: way. And he told us going into it, if, if I find a match set to one of yours, it's, it's automatically yours. But he ended up giving us every single shed.
1: Oh, my god. And we gosh. walked
0: away, and he's like, I wouldn't have even picked this one up had you guys not been here. I'm <laughs> like, dude, pick up the chalk
2: ones. I don't care. I'll turn <laughs> yeah. into something. Yeah. I can't leave a shed lay.
0: No. 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 No I've no I picked up my share of chalky, nasty things. I, I had a couple this year that were pink. I mean, they were so old, but yeah. they're hanging in my shop. They're in the, they're yep. in the shop somewhere. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I really do appreciate it, guys. Thanks, Thanks for right. hopping on. Thanks, and, uh, man. We'll stay connected. Appreciate right. you. Oh, Sounds hey, good. one question. I, I was about to ask this a couple minutes ago. Dream hunt. Your bucket list hunt. Where, what animal, what weapon? I went first with the
1: triple Bs. You go first. Triple
2: B. <laughs> Boy. I would say, like, the Chama Ranch or one of the big elk hunting ranches oh, yeah. with the archery equipment, obviously, during the bugling, rutting stage. I just don't think I could top that. Yeah. yeah, I've got, of course, working at Shields, we've got some pretty higher echelon clientele that yeah, does those hunts. Yeah. They bring us pictures in to put on our picture board of these gigantic bulls and, and tell us stories, so that's what gets us all fired up, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I think a, a rut elk hunt with the archery equipment would be tough to beat for me.
1: I would say, I think I'd probably say moose, anywhere. I don't care, with a bow. Um, but to be honest with you, it, I just want to be, I can't wait. I don't want her to grow up, but I want, I would just want to be hunting with my daughters. Yeah. Awesome. I want to watch them kill something for their first time. Yeah, Cause I, awesome. I hear him talk about the hunt with Mariah and stuff like that and being with her and turkey hunting. Like I can't wait for that hunt. Yeah. That's the hunt I'm excited right. for. And I don't like saying I can't wait for it. Cause I feel like I'm wanting her to hurry up and grow up. Right. Yeah. She's yeah. only five yeah. yeah, or any of my daughters really. Um, I just, yeah, that's that's my dream hunt. I can't wait for that to come true. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. If you're not using cams, Reveal cell cameras on your hunting property for scouting or monitoring the wildlife, you are seriously missing out. When you pair that with the Reveal mobile app, you can see the action as it's happening, no matter where you are. In fact, I've got trail cameras up in Wisconsin on the land that we hunt. And not only do I get pictures from those cameras sent to me, I can also track the progress of the camera, the battery life, how much memory is left on the SD card, and I can see what the weather's doing at the time that a picture is taken. So I can't think of a better tool for scouting, whether it is close to home or in a totally different state. So if you want to stay tuned into the action or just get into the action, go to revealcellcam.com or TACTCAM com, and use code NOMADIC for 10% off at checkout.
2: And I've done that, and he's absolutely correct. My son, my daughter's a little older than my son. twenty 26 and 23 now, but when my son, well, my daughter, she just, you know, she didn't really show interest in hunting, maybe a little bit, but doesn't really care. And then my son, of course, yeah, you're getting a bow, and we got him going, and I sat with him for either four or five years straight. I never... Picked up my bow. I sat with him and double, you know, I'd put two stands up and and coach him through. And one year when he was 11, he shot five deer with his bow. And I filmed it all, you know, I filmed it all just for memories. And I took him to Illinois (laughs) and hunted my buddy's place down there. And the first time he ever sat in Illinois by himself, he was 12, I believe. And there was a ladder stand, and I put a decoy out for him. I walked him in and I said, Get up in there and get strapped in. And because I wanted to hunt them So I went down the next draw and, and, his mom wasn't okay with this, by the way. So <laughs> I got there at dark. He's like, I shot one. I shot one. He sat by oh himself gosh. for the first time when he was 12 and wow. shot a nice eight-pointer. And he called home. The first thing he told his mom was what? I put. A, I went up and sat in the stand by myself. <laughs> <laughs> put Dad's your father trouble. on the phone. is all I heard. So, <laughs> yeah. so I got ran on trouble. that. But the cool thing about that was my boy you know, just loves hunting. And then all of a sudden my daughter one day, she's like, well, can I go? I'm like,
0: That's our yeah. daughter, yeah. yeah. And
2: she's actually more my hunting partner now because my boy moved down to uh, Alaska and and uh, my daughter lives right by us again so she loves turkey hunting she loves she was going through nursing school she'd bring her backpack in the turkey blind and she'd study, do her homework yeah. and study for nursing when we were turkey hunting so <laughs> now we're buddies you know and she hunts a lot more with me than my son did so uh, So but I couldn't sit with her because I made her nervous so <laughs> we have lots of <laughs> and then just like he said the best thing ever was two years ago she finally shot her first Pope and Young Buck after lots of leg hits and missing and tears and i'm done i'm never doing this again we (laughs) finally got a nice 10 pointer that we had on the farm oh worth it so yeah so it was uh uh, kevin's right about that but see i've already done that so
1: i can't exactly that's what i mean i moose hunt or watching one of my girls kill something that's my dream yeah just do both Okay. You're true. easy to convince, man. <laughs> well, let's you go. went
0: from I can't elk hunt to I could run through a brick wall. <laughs> i going elk hunting, and now, yeah.
1: Let's I'll go chase moose, moose with yeah. toddlers.
0: There you go. I like it. Well, thanks. I'll let you guys get back right. to your booth, and I might run up and get those elk sheds. Let's do it. Yeah, we'd I love appreciate to look at you. you.
1: Yep. Thanks for
2: having us.
0: And that is going to wrap up for today's show. Man, I had a ton of fun sitting down talking with Jeff and Kevin, and I look forward to getting Jeff out west shed hunting. I'm hoping we find, like, a truckload full of brown sheds, a bunch of match sets. That would be amazing. But good luck to you guys. If you're going out dove hunting tomorrow, hopefully you get a limit. Hopefully you shoot well. I know I'm going to be pretty rusty, I would guess. But I can't wait to get out there with the guys. And before you go, don't forget, go check out the new merch at thenomadicoutdoorsmancom forward slash shop. And if you take pictures with it, be sure to tag me on social media. I would love to see it. And until next time, guys, always choose adventure and God bless.